Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. To drink or not to drink? I say hell yeah. What's your weapon of choice? Is it a fine whiskey, a glass of red, an ice cold beer on the golf course? I'm a huge fan of alcohol, and as it turns out, I'm not alone. 25% of Canadians aged 35 to 54 are drinking while home due to COVID. I'll tell you more about this study in a second, but what I'm going to share with you on this episode is what you should know about alcohol and your metabolism, some tips from me on what to avoid while drinking alcohol, and what is considered a healthy amount of alcohol. I think it'll be a, a good time for reflection, if anything. I'm not going to say anything earth-shattering here, and these opinions are in no way to convince you to start drinking if you aren't a drinker, and I commend you if you are a person who has recovered from alcohol, like, good for you. So this study done by Nanos is uh, was conducted for the Canadian Centre of Substance Abuse on Addiction, and it was done for alcohol and marijuana, and it turns out both are fairly similar in the results. And so this, this uh, research was done. They surveyed 1,036 Canadians over the age of 18 on March 30th to April 2nd of 2020. And first of all, that is a pretty small study of only 1,036 people. And these are people who are picking up the phone and answering a survey. I don't know about you, but I don't think I'd be answering a survey about alcohol by some complete stranger on the other end. And who are these people? Like, what do they have nothing better to do than pick up a phone and answer a survey? So I, I think it's a, a pretty small segment of, of the Canadian population that was tested within a, a couple of days. Uh, but I mean, who am I to, to say this research is bullshit? Uh, maybe it, it is a good uh, segment of the population. I don't know. But this is what the, the research said. So reasons for increased alcohol consumption during the COVID pandemic is 51% say they have a lack of a regular schedule, 49% cited boredom, 44% stress, 19% loneliness, 12% they had a lot of alcohol. (laughs) All right, where are these people? What's their address? I want to know. And 5% had no reason for increased alcohol consumption. 3%, they they do it with while cooking or with supper. 2% social gatherings. 2% unsure. 2% other. Now, of course, with uh, social gatherings, I'm here in Ontario, and we've had a lockdown for the last month. So anybody answering the survey during a lockdown, and they say that it's because of social gatherings, that could be incriminating, Right. Anyway, so this the reasons for decrease in alcohol, 61% lack of social gatherings. That's interesting, right? Because, you know, p- most people are saying that they're drinking more because of lack of social gatherings, but apparently 61% are saying that they have less alcohol because of social gatherings. 36% want to keep their health up. Fantastic. Good for you guys. As a matter of fact, I'm, I was part of that 36% during the month of November and January. And I've kind of let my hair down in December with Christmas and all. And uh, what I did was I stopped drinking for the month of November. And man, I dropped 10 pounds and I felt fantastic. I did it with a whole bunch of other people as an accountability group. And uh, it, it's pretty cool, you know, doing that once in a while. And I'll tell you why at the end in terms of health benefits for doing that. 
But let's go back to the survey. 12% had no reason for decreased alcohol during the, the pandemic. 11% don't have much alcohol. 9% don't usually drink. 8% too busy. 8% caring for dependents. 2% wanted to save money. What? Only 2% of people want to save money for not drinking? Wow. And 3%, um, it was because of their health and they, they were sick, so they didn't drink. So that's what the study showed. And basically what it says is that 25% of Canadians aged 35 to 54 are drinking more while at home during the COVID-19 pandemic. They cite lack of regular schedules, stress, and boredom as the main factors. Well, man, if you're bored, I got so many things here at my house that you can help me clean and organize and do. And for lack of regular schedule, man, like if that's the reason why you're drinking more, why don't you just get up and make your bed and do all the things that you would if you were actually going to work and maybe, you know, walking your dog, taking like going outside to exercise. Even in winter, you can find, you can dress up warm people and get outside, right? There's lots of things that you can do to eliminate the reasons why, but you know what? None of those reasons are why I drink. I drink because I like to drink. (laughs) And I think that would be a good reason to drink is if you like it. However, of course, there's things that I do that help me to not become addicted and to help keep my weight down. Would you like to hear some of those tips? And I wait, I'm going to tell you, like, for all the diabetics out there, drinking is not really recommended. But if you are going to drink, martinis are good for diabetics because there's no sugar or carbs. Hard liquor as well, if you're going to just drink it on ice or with a little bit of water added. Um, hard liquor like bourbon, whiskey, gin, all of those, uh, vodka. If you're not adding pop, then that's a much better option. Now, I'm going to tell you, some information here. So the WHO organization, World Health Organization, recommends that you only have six teaspoons of sugar a day. And in one Coke can, like 12 ounces of Coke is 39 grams of sugar. That's like 10 10 teaspoons of sugar per can of Coke. And then tonic water is just as bad, 32 grams of sugar in a 12 ounce can and 124 calories. So if you're adding that to hard liquor, you are adding so many calories and so much more sugar than is actually recommended daily for your health. So for women, 50 grams of sugar a day, men, 70 grams of sugar a day is the recommendation. And so when you're taking a look at wines, for example, there's one to three grams of sugar per five ounces of of wine. And most wines are the same for amount of calories. It's going to be roughly 122 calories for most wines out there. I I tend to stay towards red wine because I like the fact that it's got more health benefits like resveratrol and antioxidants in it. And beer, I like beer too. And and I'll have the, you know, one or two beers when I'm golfing. And uh, the beers, like if you're choosing a Bud Light or a Coors Light, we're looking at 4.6 grams of carbs and no sugar. And uh, let's say a Budweiser 12 ounce can is 145 calories, 10 grams of carbs and no sugar. So beer is not like the worst thing you could be drinking. I know a lot of people bloat over uh, beer probably because of the barley and the hops in it. Maybe some people are, you know, sensitive to that. So in terms of heavy alcohol use, they say that for men, four drinks a day is heavy alcohol use and women, three drinks a day. What? That's crazy. 
three drinks, I could have that on the golf course. I mean, if you're golfing for four hours, it wouldn't be unreasonable to have a beer an hour, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that's my, like, that's my theory. But if you take over the course of a week, men who drink more than 15 drinks a week is considered heavy, and women eight drinks or more a week would be considered heavy. Now, what I would recommend, and I'm going to tell you some little important facts about drinking and you know drinking every day is probably worse than saving it till the weekend and I'll tell you why alcohol even one drink a day can lead to increased risks of uh, belly fat alcohol lowers inhibition and there's a correlation with having a larger caloric intake of food and it takes up to 48 hours to metabolically process alcohol putting your metabolism on hold I don't know about you, but if you're aging like I am, you don't really want to have unnecessary pounds and calories sitting there as fat. And your body cannot convert calories from alcohol to fat, meaning it needs to use them up and will delay all other fat burning and energy use until all of the alcohol in your system has been metabolized. Think about that. And then drinking alcohol affects your hormones. It increases your cortisol, which contributes to muscle breakdown and weight gain and modifying steroid metabolism in the liver, and it lowers your testosterone by lowering androgens. Also, if you're adding pop to your alcohol, it it has an effect on your erectile dysfunction. So we got sugar and we have alcohol with, um, with, with affecting your hormones, your testosterone, your erectile functioning. And uh, so, I mean, you probably don't want to be drinking every day because of those reasons and of course if you're a weekend drinker kind of like I am um, you got to be careful with not you know drinking too much at one time because then you're gonna obviously have a hangover you're not gonna feel good you're probably gonna eat more and all of those kinds of habits and now I am all for partying I'm all for alcohol uh, consumption in moderation and sometimes I overdo it hey I'm not perfect man I'm like all my friends who are listening and (laughs) they're saying oh yeah we've seen Cindy have a bender I just uh, try to avoid like pop in my my uh, drinks I like if I'm doing a whiskey I love Jameson's on ice with a little bit of water I've been to whiskey tastings and testings and I've been to wine testings and I I drink pretty much every alcohol there is and I just make sure that I don't drink it with pop or tonic water if I'm having like a gin and soda I'll have like Perrier water and um, a a squeeze of lemon or lime like fresh lemon or fresh lime and that just perks it up and takes down the you know the heaviness of the uh, the straight you know vodka or straight gin but those are some tips that I do I know that they're not earth shattering but I'll just end with this when you do stop drinking for even a month at a time it can save you nine and ten people save money seven and ten people sleep better and three and five people lose weight and so it might be worth you know, taking a month off, take a, take a break once in a while and let your body, like, especially if you have a weight loss goal, you want to you cut out drinking for sure. And I know when I did bodybuilding two years ago, I cut out drinking for 10 months and what a difference that made. Like I was obviously pretty chiseled by not drinking, but when you start adding drinking to the mix, it's, it's not going to make you look as good. And ultimately my energy was like when 
when I wasn't drinking, my energy was through the roof and I, my mental clarity and all of that stuff. So something to think about when you're choosing your drinks and choose wisely, have fun. And I hope to have some gatherings uh, with you guys soon. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.